But you can do artistic without doing nudes. You can. They didn't, but you could. <laughs> the next floor up did. Welcome to Then You Ruined It, a podcast where two friends who refuse to meet in real life give each other plenty of reasons to stick to that opinion. So, over the, the break, holiday, whatever, we took advantage of the fact that we had someone to leave my daughter with to take my son out for dinner, just me and my wife, so that we could have the talk and several other talks. It was mostly actually more about cybersecurity and because he's getting a phone. So we had to like talk about, you know, all the phone rules we're going to set up and all the stuff like that. It, it involved a lot of, okay, first we're going to gather information like, how much do you know about these things? And then, then we'll kind of go from there. The first question was like, okay, we're going to talk about pornography. What do you know about pornography? And he gave the definition that I loved best for defining what pornography is. It's, he's like, it's like people making money with their nudity. And I'm like, yes, son, that's pornography. People making money with their nudity. Nailed it. What do they do with that nudity, son? That's a bonus question. <laughs> Hey, if, if it's nudity and they're making money, it's porn. <laughs> Unlike those uh, um, hobbyist nude people down at the 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 street corner. Yes. That's Will you give me money for this? Unrelated. If you do, it's porn. Otherwise, I'm just dancing nude. <laughs> and if you don't, I'm just cold. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a bad choice. <laughs> if I make 50 bucks. Okay, anyway, so after a while, my wife's like, or she, so he went off to get food. And I turn my eyes, so how do you think it's going so far? And I'm like, I'm surprised how much he knows already. And I'm like, that's, he's 13. You should not be surprised. I think we're doing good that he's admitting to know anything, but he knows everything. <laughs> and it reminded me of an experience where we had to kind of downplay the ways of the world, we'll say. We, we did a cruise over the summer and we got two rooms because there was no way I was going to share a room. Like, we got the tiny little rooms. There's no way I'm cramming all four of us into one of those things. So the kids had a room. My wife and I had a room. We're boarding the ship, walking to a room. We walk in, put our suitcases down. Uh, I walked in first to the room that I... We didn't know who was going in which room. So my wife went into one room, and I went into the other room. And we're both kind of scoping out the place. We come back out. And the kids are right behind us. And I'm trying to like push them out from the room that I went into. Because I didn't want them to go in there. Because as soon as you walk in. Big old poster of a naked lady. Not poster. Painting. Painting of a naked lady. Uh, You're like I'm going to spank oh, By the way. So the entire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need them spanking the van. So. Um. So I'm like trying to like, let's, let's go to the other room. Let's see where mom is. And she's like doing the same thing. Like, no, let's go see where dad is. I'm like, no, they can't use this one. That's it's She's like, no, trust me. This room's worse. I'm like, there's no, no, <laughs> I think this one's worse. And so she's like, well, let's, let's go get ice cream at the all you can eat ice cream bar. And we'll mom and dad will talk about this. We do that, and at this point I realize that each floor is named after different, or themed after different Greek islands, and ours was after uh, the Isle of Lesbos, which is a real thing, and uh, 
I went into the the room that she chanted out first to see why it was worse than the one that it's like front and center naked lady. You go in front and center naked lady, little kid, giving her a booby tweak. <laughs> what kind of family cruise is this? Just a regular cruise. It was artistic. It's I mean artistic, but you can do artistic without doing nudes. You can. They didn't, but you could. <laughs> the next floor up did. They just had baskets of fruit. <laughs> Nothing sexual about a basket of fruit. Depending on the person. So, yeah. The you have to uh you have to be careful. You have to uh vet these things and you have to make sure that uh no one's doing a little ew, ew, ew. The way you were talking about it, I thought you were going to be like oh, open the door, check out the room. Big old dildo just laying on the bed. <laughs> I was thinking worse than, like, nude painting. Okay, well, yes. Like, yes. The world, according to Jason, could always be worse than the real world. It should be. But. Yes. But, I mean, so so they. I assume they had to. Which room did they stay in? Just the, the non-tweaker room. So just the naked lady. Just nope. the naked lady. We we, uh, we found some post-it notes, slapped them over the nipples, lasted about, like, two hours. And then they whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm like, well. Today you become a man, son. I was gonna say that's even that that's more like titillating and revealing if they're covered up, because then yeah, you want to see what's under there. And if it falls off on its own, it's like the world just telling you you're supposed to look at this. <laughs> I guess it was meant to be. It's like we're at the pool, but my son's spending an awful lot of time in that room. <laughs> uh, I I I can't think of a time when I ever went to a hotel and the the painting was like offensive. Like I said, it's always like a nice scene of a brook or something or basket of fruit or birds. This was a very nice picture of a brook. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, and like it, I don't want to sound like I'm a total prude. If it hadn't been like with my children, I would have been okay with it. And you know what? Nudity happens. What, what am I going to say? Aren't we all just nudes walking around with a layer of non-nude over us? Yes. It's a weird way to say we wear clothes, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) It took you a long time to teach your children things, didn't it? (laughs) Son, what are we but nude sacks of flesh with, you know, choosing other colored flesh to put on our flesh? I lost the trait. I'm sorry. (laughs) Are we not all animals? (laughs) With woven plant fibers over us. <laughs> Are we not all just walking genitals contained by pants? The other day I thought I heard my daughter say that uh, we're animals. Like, I, I can't remember how it came out. She was talking about animals and she told her brother, I thought, we're, we're animals too. And I was just like, no, 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 we're not animals. We're mammals. Mammals are different. I, I went for like five minutes i feel like discussing w- breathlessly not letting her get a word in edgewise between the difference between animals and mammals trying to help you know help him because he's learning this stuff he needs to learn it the right way the first time and if she's teaching him wrong then i need to teach her so i went through all that i get done and my daughter's just like dad that's what i said mammals not animals it's <laughs> <laughs> like okay good job here have a chocolate <laughs> go uh, Jason, I have a real question for you. Do you think that mammals are not a kind of animal? No, they're a type of animal, but it's it. it calling us animals is weird. 
we're humans. They're animals. If we call ourselves yes, animals, I... then we're no better. We can't subjugate them properly. I agree. We need to maintain some kind of distance. Once we consider them as our equals, we are in trouble. Yes. I'll feel bad when I'm riding my pig around town. Two legs good, four legs bad. We've been over this. It's us, apes, and kangaroos that were meant to rule the world. I don't remember that, but okay. I'm going with you. <laughs> but... Like, if you're going to say we're mammals, like, that's that's also putting us down at the level of animals. Like, because an animal, a mammal, is a subset of an animal. I mean, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to meet her halfway. I'm not going to say, you're absolutely wrong. We're humans. You got it wrong. But that's that, that's not right. So I, I met her halfway. Uh, when I was a child, uh, we, we had very few things to entertain us. We had three channels, one of which was PBS. So what I would do is after my parents were done with a magazine or a newspaper, I would go through it for my animal collection. I would go through it looking for any pictures of animals, and I would cut them out, and I had this three-ring binder. It was called my animal collection, and I would just, I would take the picture, glue it on some paper, stick it in the binder, collecting my animals. And I had it into sections. I had fish, I had amphibians, reptiles, birds, mammals. And uh, my parents encouraged this because, A, it was a nice, quiet thing I could do over there and was free. Like, I, I mean, at this point, it was paper and glue. So they could afford that. I was going to say, what me. it was is it, they were too cheap to get that special wildlife uh, preservation <laughs> kit that you see on Nickelodeon. They wouldn't get that for you. So they said, here, you can do it yourself. And you did. I did. And then a year or so later... Uh, my mom saw that at a yard sale and I got the whole thing for like five bucks. I was the happiest kid imaginable. Like literally I would take that with me everywhere. And I was just reading these cards and like quizzing people around. And they're like, do you know what, uh, an echidna eats? And they're like, I don't know what an echidna is. And you gotta be echidnaing me. Oh, and I, I literally, like I had things prioritized like because i was convinced my house was going to burn up because we had fire safety week every year and that got it in my brain i'm going to burn in a fire i gotta have a plan so my plan was i was going to take this big heavy box of animal cards throw it through my window to break the window and then <laughs> both me and my animal cards would be safe oh <laughs> uh, kid priorities yeah yeah i love it and <laughs> How am anyway, I going to get this sure. stuffed animal out? Because it's the most important one. What about your actual pets? Ah, uh, mom and dad will get those. Quick quick side story. I, I will point out that, so they did send out that kit, at least the box. They would send that free of charge. And then, you know, you have to get a subscription to keep the cards coming. And my parents would never pay for those cards either. So I had to deal with like the 20 cards that you got, which are the most basic ones. So I was like, who else wants to hear about a tiger? It's like, please <laughs> stop talking about the tiger. All right. About, how about the owl? And they just rattle around in that box because there's no other cards in there. So it's just like sad. It's just a sad box. I remember having that one. You got to go to the, the, the garage sales. Yeah. Um, so anyway, back to my animal collection. To get back, tie it back to your story. and bring this all together. Like M. Night Shyamalan. At some point, I realized that people are just a kind of animal. So I started cutting out every person that I saw in the newspaper or a magazine. And this binder got so thick. My mom's like... I know you know that people are animals, but if you're going to keep doing this, no more people in your animal collection. You are literally just cutting every magazine that goes to this house to shreds. 
Yeah. Every periodical is just unreadable because you've cut out all the people and animals. <laughs> it's literally everything. The worst was once in a while you'd get an animal on both sides of the same page and I'm like, oh no, which one do I need to collect? <laughs> Real Sophie's choice of magazine cutouts here. <laughs> yeah. And like sometimes I didn't have, like I don't have a rainbow trout and I don't have a Springer Spaniel. Which one am I gonna get? I don't know. What do I care more about? People magazine, Courtney Cox, or this gorgeous thoroughbred. Ugh. Decisions. Oh, if it was a person or an animal, that was made. Although, if I knew about Courtney Cox at that age, I probably would have had a, a harder time. We all would have. I never cut things out of... Well, I cut things out of magazines, but it was never like for that purpose. It was just, you know... I definitely remember... I, I would tear entire pages out of magazines, and... It was typically, I think it was once I got a subscription in uh, high school to Entertainment Weekly. And okay. that, that was where my aforementioned uh, start collection of pretty ladies probably started. But I'd also <laughs> cut out entire like articles that I wanted to read or I, I enjoyed. And I, I would cut them out and like put them on my wall like, I'm going to enjoy that again someday. I don't know Wait, why. The article? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool a fun article about seinfeld uh the new episode of seinfeld or something <laughs> i like put that on my wall and i'm like I'm, why did i put that up there i was the best decorator <laughs> it's not like people came through my room so often that they'd stop and like look at my walls and like oh yeah i do remember that episode in season seven of seinfeld <laughs> <laughs> you've got good but we taste. also know how well you you socialize with people on shared interests that someone would have been like oh yeah i read that as well you'd be like ah and run away <laughs> I, that's still a problem to this day. <laughs> anyway, it shows a keen interest in anything I show an interest in. I'm just like, well, that has to be stupid. So we have to talk about something else. <laughs> so like if someone came up to you, at work, I guess you don't go to work. That's, that's, uh, where, where would you talk to somebody that you, you know a little bit, but not super well church. Okay. So you're at church and someone's like, Hey Jason, what do you think about God? Th that's a broad term. <laughs> No, but like, so, hey, Jason, uh, you're a wrestling fan. Or what's your take on the Sami Zayn situation? Would you overload them with information or would you clam up and run away? I, both. I'd overload you with information and then I would feel so stupid and dumb about that that I would run away. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Or, or yeah, I just, I, I remember uh, somebody came to me two years ago or whatever and saying like, I, my son's moving out. He has these DVDs, which, you know, is a warning flag. That's like, oh, no. What are you telling me? <laughs> um, uh, there, There's some other things. There's things there. I, I saw The Undertaker and blah, blah, blah. So do you want those? And, you know, to say, I don't want your crap. But also, thank you for thinking me because it's wrestling. Like, I, I have a hard time distinguishing. <laughs> so I'll probably just run. <laughs> Cut and run is usually my <laughs> my choice. So, yeah, I, I find my, my hobbies shameful and don't want to talk about them. But also, talk to me about my hobbies. <laughs> I'm a complex man. So, Jason, what do you know about podcasts? Uh, not a whole lot, you know. I have this, like, cheap <laughs> microphone that I've got. And you know, I do a podcast with a guy I've never met, really. It's, you know. Ever heard of webcomics? No. Yeah, it's like <laughs> comics on the, on the internet. Yeah, they've, they've got a bunch of those. So, I've done that for a while. But, yeah. We do another podcast where we just talk about nothing, really. It's not that interesting. You're the reason we don't have enough followers. <laughs> That's not true. You're a bad hype man. 
but that is that is All probably right. verbatim something I probably told somebody at some point. <laughs>You made it through another episode of Then You Ruined It. If you still want to hear more from us, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. We also do a webcomics review podcast called Digital Strips.